You're listening to Hot Mess the Success Podcast, Episode 33. As we wrap up this decade, it's time for reflection and planning. Do you have a ritual that you do at the end of the year? Do you make New Year's resolutions? Are you good at sticking to them, or do you fall off the wagon faster than you got on? Well, not this year, girlfriend. We are here to help you through what can be a really tough transition. Join Amanda on her solo episode as she shares what she does to wrap up the year and what is she doing to get ready for 2020. So turn up the volume, pop that bottle of bubbly, and get ready to rock your 2020 goals right out the gate. Cheers! You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success Podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. Do you want to make money online, but you don't know where to start? Do you feel overwhelmed with all the things? All the shiny objects, everything that's out there, everything that people are telling you to do. Listen, girl, same. I hear you. I was right there with you. But thankfully, I was introduced to some of the best marketing secrets on how to grow your business online. And that was a huge turning point for me. So because of that, I feel compelled to shout it from the rooftops. Okay, I won't really shout it, but it might sound like a broken record for a while. The good news is that you can get your hands on these secrets for free. Just pay shipping and handling. I mean it, literally. Get the underground playbook that will totally reframe how you look at doing business online. It was a turning point for me, and I know it will be for you too. Go to hotmestosuccess.com slash book to claim your copy today. Hey, hey there, guys. And uh, my goodness, we are wrapping up this decade with the quickness. Man, oh man. You know, I don't know what you guys do for looking back or reflecting, but I absolutely love this time of year because it has been a practice of mine and John's for a while, my husband, to use this time to absolutely reflect on, you know, the past year, what we, you know, have done, what we've accomplished, you know, what we look to accomplish in the coming year. And it's, it, you know, it can be, it can be really eye-opening in a lot of ways. And I just love growth. I love being able to look at what we've done and realize that being being proud of what we've accomplished, but also looking at the different areas that we know we can improve. And that is absolutely something that this year has um, highlighted for us. So 
And I think, again, I think that it's it's probably going to be, uh, you know, a, always a work in progress. As you guys know, my husband and I have been, you know, working together from home full time without a boss for the past almost 14 years now. So for us to be able to navigate being self-employed and figuring out, you know, all the business decisions we need to make and, you know, neither of us are really formally trained in e-commerce, right? It's just something that we've learned over time. And so it does take a lot for us to try and figure out what we need to do. And gosh, this past year has been extremely enlightening. You know, I think that I've actually talked with you guys before about how important, you know, connecting with other people in your space uh, is. It's it's incredibly valuable. And for John and I, I can see what a true blessing that has been. And I think that it was it was pretty funny because for the first, you know, 10 to 11 years of our business, we did not really connect with anybody in this space. We were, you know, just head down and we'll figure it out. You know, granted, we did, you know, look to get some information, whether it was from, you know, some some YouTube or, you know, articles, blogs. There's definitely different content that we were taking in, but actually having that individual connection with other people in this space, even if they were doing stuff a little bit differently than us, we didn't have that before. And so when we started doing that, it was almost, it was, it was quickly addicting, especially for me, because I am a very social person. I love meeting people. I love hearing people's stories, you guys. This is why Hot Mess of Success is a thing. We want to bring you people's stories of what they've been through and you know, all the stuff that they've overcome and just, you know, how they've been able to navigate the crazy entrepreneurial space uh, for their successes. And so that is where I became really intrigued with all of that and connecting with people on a level to where you, you know, build that trust and that friendship with people that know and understand what you're going through. And I can really look back now um, and and say over the past you know one to two years that has been such a huge huge part of our business and our success and our enjoyment of being in the e-commerce space you know and and obviously with the relationship that Laura and I have that would not have happened you know if we weren't out there and 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 connecting with people you know I didn't know her outside of business and just continuing to grow and nurture, you know, those relationships, even if it's long distance on social media or whatever, you know, Laura's in Minnesota. So that is one of the things I can look back on and truly appreciate. And I talk to, you know, our, we kind of, we, we call them like our mastermind groups. You know, we communicate with them almost on a daily basis. And so if there's different things that we're struggling with, we can, we can talk with them about it. And right now, it's been a really great time to continue to communicate with each other and share the direction that we want to go for 2020 because, you know, these are the the people that we've surrounded ourselves with are very encouraging and also very honest and truthful. And, you know, if if there's something that we're, we're doing that might not be aligned with what we have 
expressed we wanted to do. You know, they're not afraid to step up and mention that to us. And sometimes it's really, really difficult to be able to see your business and your activity from a different point of view because you're in it, you know, so much and you're, you know, you're doing the do and all that stuff. So having that is just been incredible. And again, so right now is just such an, a big time of the year to where all of us are kind of reflecting on what we've done, the mistakes that we've made, you know, the things that we'll do differently, what we want to do moving forward. And so that really leads me, you guys, to kind of more of, uh, I want to share with you guys the uh, action the actions that we are going to do, the different things that we're going to take, not necessarily the specific goals, but how we are going to, you know, come to the decision of, you know, what goals we are going to set forth and how we plan to, um, you know, stay focused and implement and, you know, what tools or, or whatever we're going to utilize. So, I just want you guys to know that this is something again that this is a this is a process that we've had to do regularly. And I don't really go for a big long-term goal. You know, some people have, you know, 5-year vision plans and I mean, I I can see how that can be amazing where you can actually like speak things into existence. Not, I wouldn't say speak things into existence. How you can, you know, it, it is true. Like your subconscious works towards things like that. And maybe I, I do need to be more long-term focused when it comes to that but and, and have clarity. But for me, I, I just, I like to be able to evolve. And if I look back, you know, on a year-to-year basis, if I look at back, you know, where we were five years ago, yeah, it is just so dramatically different than where I would have thought we were. Like our business is different. What we're doing is different. And so for me, um, I, I I like to do the the one to three year plan. I like to start there. I think for me personally, um, because I do like change, I like to embrace change. I think three years is solid. And so with us, there's definitely some three-year plans in the mix to where we can back that out. But where I think it really gets clear for me is when we start talking on an annual basis. And this isn't just looking, the only way to progress truly is to be able to have a solid vision, but then break it down. And so I like to do that, you know, on a yearly basis. And then my sweet spot of what I love to focus on is 90 days or three months. So, you know, again, I mean, this isn't something that I'm creating. I mean, this is something that's really, really common. And that's why there's, you know, we talk about quarter one, quarter two, you know, in business, they break up the year into quarters. So that's three months or 90 days right around that, you know, about that time. And then I break it down from there into monthly goals. And then we break it down to weekly goals. And then from those weekly goals, we look at the different activities that need to happen in order to uh, accomplish, you know, what we're looking to do. And I do have to say, if I want to reflect on what we did last year, there was a lot of learning that we did, but it was necessary. I almost feel like, you know, like you have to experience something in order to be so convicted in the direction you're going. That's kind of that's kind of what I feel like. I feel like 
you know, last year we really set out to grow our, in in e-commerce, to grow our off Amazon, you know, sales channels. And uh, we started doing really well with that. And we came to realize that there's a whole nother layer of complication that comes with doing that. And so, and I mean complication within like uh, the logistics and the fulfillment and all of that kind of stuff. So we actually had, you know, made a little bit of changes over the past few months, especially going into Q4. And we really, really focused. We basically were like, okay, we're going to double down on what we know works. And that was a big eye-opening experience over this last, you know, month and a half. So quarter four for everybody is typically the height of your sales. Thankfully for us, we have our product line is an evergreen product line in the pet space. We do have other products as well um, that we sell, but for the most part, our main brand, it's it's an evergreen space. So it's nice that, you know, that's a, you know, we get sales throughout the entire year. However, there is a large spike in, you know, over the holidays. And so just to see some of the strategies that we're focusing on come to play out when we made the decision to get laser focused, it was incredible. We were able to systematize and automate, which is one of the big things that we've been focusing on. And that was huge for us. And so we're really looking forward to continuing to solidify that and go through and decide, hey, where do we want to be at this time next year? And having it be so fresh, you know, in our minds of what we just experienced, you know, there was, we made a big I wouldn't say a big error by any means, I guess, you know, we, but we did learn something here this year. And this is going to sound a little odd that, I mean, this isn't a complaint, but this is something that we know we, we need to do differently is, you know, last, for this year's prep for our inventory, we actually had sold, sent in because we use uh, third party fulfillment which means that we have a we send our inventory into a warehouse and when it sells they automatically ship it out to the customer so we don't have to be responsible for doing individual orders and so we overprepped is is what we thought we did and what happened was our sales usually around December 16th start to kind of level off and kind of taper down a little bit Well, instead of that happening, they continued to rise and peak all the way to like Black Friday numbers for like that for that next week. And that was significant in draining the inventory that we had available. So we didn't want to run out of our inventory. So instead of like running out and kind of taking this time off, which we thought we were totally prepped for and we weren't going to have to do anything, we were literally grinding it out until December 23rd. We actually made the decision to prep a lot of inventory and send it on on December 23rd. Now, I totally understand that we weren't, we did we hadn't run out, but because of the delay that it takes once you ship your product in for it to be available and you know, for for customers to get it, 
we needed to make sure that we had enough product there for even after Christmas because we were actually, you know, leaving. And um, like right now, I'm actually at my in-laws house in Illinois. So we were going to be gone for a week. So we knew we had to have that prepped. So the point that I'm, I'm sharing this with you guys is because now like this is the type of stuff that is important. This is a big part of our business. It's important for us to, you know, know this, re- reflect on this, look at what we did. And we already have, you know, things in place to make sure that this is not an issue for next year. So once we decide, hey, you know, the beginning of December, we are done. Like we have all the inventory in, you know, we're set, we're good to go. So anyways, that is kind of an example for us to kind of look and reflect. And and yes, that's something that is super, um, you know, recent. So I think it's also important to go back and kind of look through even from the beginning of the year. And so there's other things that we were, uh, you know, doing at that point. Um, And I can, it's pretty vivid in in my head, the different things that we were doing throughout the year. And it's funny for me to think about all of the different ideas or the different, uh, you know, opportunities that we were presented with. And some of them we we took you know, serious and really consider them and started, you know, even potentially implementing. And I just am so excited that I realized through all of these different things that there's always going to be opportunities all the time, right? It's it's the execution that matters the most. And I just want to, I mean, for for 2020, I can just see I I had said um actually my word for 2019 was clarity. So for 2020, I can just see how different it's going to be for me. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Do you need a step-by-step guide on how to dominate the online marketing game? Do you think you have what it takes to rise up to the challenge? Of course you do, or else you wouldn't be listening to this kick-ass podcast. Laura and I mention the One Funnel Away Challenge on our podcast pretty regularly. That's because you got to give credit where credit is due. The idea for this project was created through that amazing 30-day crash course into high-level marketing foundations and strategies. Oh, and it's only $100. It's pure insanity. I'm not kidding. This challenge was better than the marketing classes that I took in college. A new challenge is going to start very soon, so don't be left in the dust. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash OFA to see all that is included. It's going to blow your mind. And I want to give you guys some some solid guidance on what you should be doing if you want to lay out, you know, your year. And, you know, I get so many questions as to how do I avoid shiny object syndrome, meaning that there's, again, there's all these different opportunities out there. How do you avoid getting distracted? And, you know, the best way that I can suggest not getting distracted is by doing the going in and actually writing down what you're going to be doing and keeping that in front of you. So you need to go through and base it on 
a calendar. <laughs> That's definitely what you want to do. Kind of like what I said, you're going to go for the year and then work backwards. And you're going to want to make sure that you write this down, you guys. If you need to get into a a planner, if you just want to use a notebook, whatever it is, but you absolutely have to write it down. And I want to encourage you guys that less is more. So it's so hard for us as entrepreneurs to accept that, right? Because we just get so excited about so many different things. And doing the same thing over and over again is pretty boring. So I do know that there's this quote in one of my favorite books, it's a book by Jeff Olson, and it's called The Slight Edge. High five if you guys have read that book. If not, go get it. It is absolutely amazing. Total game changer. Uh, I read it years and years and years ago, probably over 10 years ago now. Um, so good. I mean, it's just so good. So it's in, in there, the quote is, master the mundane. If you want to be super crazy, uber successful, you need to master the mundane. So look back over this past year, look at what you've done, what you've able to be, what you are able to say that you were successful at. You know, I know I have a lot of friends that are in Amazon merch and they, you know, it's, it gets a little bit tempting to do a lot of other things. And instead of doing a lot of other things, you need to double down on what is working. So again, that can be kind of kind of hard because, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, we like the excitement of doing new fun things. But I'm telling you, this Master the Mundane or Another book that's really, really good that is really aligned with this is The Compound Effect. And I'm telling you right now, this is what I've seen. We are over the past uh, two years with our business is that we are technically in our second year of being in a private label business. So that means that my husband and I source our products and we actually have our own brand. And so that started, we started that last fall is when we when we rebranded and we really started focusing on our private label business. So technically, this is our second year of being, our, our second Q4, I guess, of being in that private label business and building it up. Now, this next year, you guys, it would be so easy for us to be like, okay, what new stuff could we do? You know, what what new marketing stuff, whatever is, is the cutting edge, blah, blah, blah. You know what I noticed is when we pulled it back for Q4 and we just focused on the stuff that was already working, sales went bananas. So we know that's exactly what we need to do moving forward. So instead of us sitting here trying to figure out all of these different things, we know that if we just keep layering on what we're doing and doubling down on where we're getting the most ROI, the return on investment, now that can be return on the investment of your money, that can be return on the investment of your time, but you need to know that. Now, the best way to know that is number one, first you need to write down what you're going to do because you need to decide, hey, this is what I need to do. Then you need to be able to look back and track it. So you're gonna have to analyze, hey, this is what I set out to do. Now let's turn back and say, did this work? 
What worked? Let's let's look at this past month and see, did I get the results? Did my results increase? Am I growing? Now, the other thing is, is do not fool yourself either. If you're relatively new into something, I like to say you have to go through three seasons to really lock in, you know, a, a confident business play. And three seasons can be three years because if you're starting something new and you're doing something for the first year, then you're really kind of learning, right? You're learning what works, what doesn't work. Then you have to go through the process of, you know, testing. And then you're like, okay, I, I've, you know, figured some of this stuff out. And then what, when something does work, again, like I said, you're going to want to double down on that. Now, then the second step is when you're really going to Again, like I said, double down on what works and really start to get proficient um, and kind of narrow your focus a little bit after you do the testing. And then I'm telling you, man, that third season, you can just go all in and go all out. And that's really where where I feel we're at, which is a great feeling with our private label business. But you know what it's going to do? It's really going to take us having that discipline, having our goals written out and continuing to stay focused to refine our systems and our processes and our automation because we know that's where we want to go with it. So you guys, I have to tell you that writing it down is absolutely imperative. John and I, not only for our business, we go through and write all this stuff down um, and, and back it out, but for our things that we want to do personally, right? Like stuff for our health, um, stuff for our fitness, stuff for our finances, all of this stuff. I mean, I've done it so many times to where I, I would coach women and because I, I actually had gotten certified for personal training, love nutrition, um, love to be able to help, you know, coach women and guide them on on that aspect of life, building muscle and, and being healthy and really embracing your your fitness. And throughout that time, the first thing that I did every single time when somebody would come and they'd want to get their nutrition on point and, you know, they, they want to know what they should be doing. Um, first I have them document and track what they eat for a full week, minimum for a full week, because we really have to figure out those holes and figure out what's going on. And usually when they actually write it out, two things happen. One, there's a lot of realization that goes along with that, because for the most part, a lot of times women do not eat enough but also obviously eating the wrong things, right? So it's just in your face. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I'm really not drinking enough water, even though I feel like I'm drinking enough water. Um, like our minds really fool us <laughs> pretty significantly. So we want to make sure that we're not doing that. And the only way to do that is to see it in black and white. So what I personally love to do is I love for us to like write down our goals and we keep it really simple, you guys. Like I know the different things that will have a positive impact on the other aspects of my life that I want to improve. So, for example, um, you know, I want to make sure that I am consistently reading every single day and I'm consistently training every single day. Now, for me to do that, those can be the, the reading and the working out. Those can definitely be goals like check marks in the box for sure. But I know if I start with the most important thing that's going to help me achieve those and I put the biggest weight on that, which is waking up early, if I start getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning, 
those two things will 100% get done. Just because I know myself, I know that's what I'll do. I'll wake up and those are the first things that I'm going to do. So for me, I can keep it really simple and say, this is a non-negotiable. You are getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning, okay? So if I say that to myself, I write it down, this is one of my check marks in the box, then I know that there's so many other things in my life that I want to make sure are on point that will fall in line because of that one change that I make. And you guys, it really does have to be something that's consistent. And so that's one of the things too, like when I decide on something and I commit to it, I need to have you know, for for me, I I like to, again, write it down. I like to be able to look at like the, the, we got a really cool planner. It was like $13. Don't even ask me what it is. I don't even know what it is, but John um, got us these planners. And not only does it have like the daily planner in it, but it has like on the monthly, it has like just little day boxes, small day boxes in the front. So basically what I can use that for is say, hey, did I accomplish everything that I do? So for me, I I haven't decided on exactly my non-negotiables, but I'm going to pick three to four. And I'm telling you right now, you guys, you do not want to load up. Don't go 10, 15 freaking non-negotiables on yourself. Pick out again, Pick out the three to four non-negotiables. You can change these up. You can layer them on. You can do whatever. But I find that people get overwhelmed. Okay, they want to change everything that they can in 2020, right? Let's not do that. Let's pick the most important things, focus on those, and watch how everything else falls in place. So I look at this and I say, on a daily basis, my non-negotiables are X, Y, Z, or, you know, again, it could be three, it could be four. I'm not positive on what I am going to fully commit to. And then you track it. Okay. Then you look back and you say, okay, did I, you know, do my fitness today? Did I do my training today? Did I read today? Did I get up at this time today? And then you get the opportunity for me. Again, this is something that works for me. I will go ahead and I will mark that day off with an X. Yay, great. I did it. You know what? And if I don't do it on the day, then I don't get to mark it off. And then on a weekly, on a monthly basis, you look back and it is black and white in your face why you are or why you are not achieving the goals that you're looking to achieve. So that is one of the biggest things that I know is has always worked for me, worked for John and I. And that's what we're going to be implementing because consistency is key, you guys. I can tell you, just continue to string those days along. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be, you know, you have to at least do a 30-minute brisk walk outside something to where you're going through and you're going to put an X in the box. And that could be, you could start with one thing. What is one thing? Because again, if you do too many things, then it is, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure, Right. So we want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success. And then guess what? You can look back on this past month and say, holy cow, I achieved my goal. I did, you know, at least I I trained at least five days, you know, each week. Um, And you look back on the month, you're like, that's amazing. And then guess what? After you achieve that, that's a habit. Okay, so you are working towards creating incredible habits and then you can layer them on. You want to continue to layer those good habits on. So 
All right, you guys, I'm actually going to leave you with that. I just wanted to share with you what we have going on, um, you know, how we actually go through and stay committed, stay accountable, document the process on what you want to do. Um, you know, I've, I've been asked a lot, you know, to, to put together kind of a, I wouldn't say a program, but kind of a process on what John and I done again, because we, we've been doing this for years, um, putting together a process of how we make sure to stay consistent and how we do figure out how, um, to stay on point with our business and our life and not get overwhelmed and just make sure that we're, we're being productive and we're accomplishing what we're looking to accomplish. And I feel like I've gotten really good at that. You know, when we set our minds to it, what we want to do, how we, you know, lay that out and how we work it backwards. So I've been really thinking on this and we'll see if I can, you know, I, I'm definitely a doer. I'm not that great at going through and I wouldn't call myself a great teacher. <laughs> so that's something that I'm, I'm trying to decide, right? I, I want to be true to myself. And I'm trying to decide if being able to put something together, because I mean, I 100% would absolutely love to have an incredible impact um, on people to be able to help them through this process. I just need to make sure that it is effective. And so we'll see. Again, this is this is all stuff that I've been thinking on actually probably for a couple years now. I mean, if you guys have heard me on any of my Facebook lives or anything, I've actually shared, you know, quite a bit on some of the visions and ideas that I've had and, and how I want to be able to have an impact and, and help people in this space because, you know, we we've had some really solid, you know, successes and made some great progress in this area of being able to set goals and achieve them. And so with that said, though, like I mentioned before, it is incredibly important to be focused and to have clarity and to, you know, not be distracted with a lot of different things. So I won't know if this is going to be a part of my, you know, 2020 uh, vision until, you know, John and I really sit down and outline what we are going to do uh, with our e-commerce businesses. And I just hope that you guys had an incredible 2019. If you didn't, you know what? There's a lot of people that have had major challenges this past year. You know, John and I have had a lot of challenges this past year, but we are just so excited about moving forward. And I hope that you guys are as well. You guys, I, for this episode, if you want to check out the show notes, you can go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash 2020. That will be um, the numbers 2020. So success.com slash 2020. You can get the show notes on this. Maybe I'll have the the journal that we got. I think it's going to be awesome for us. Um, oh, real quick, just because I was thinking about the journal, and I know I've mentioned this before, but one of the major things that we do, and I think is absolutely imperative, if you guys have not started uh, doing this, is you must, you must, you must plan your day the night before. So again, this is something we've been doing for years. We look at our week, we look at our schedule, we see what's going on, what's blocked off, decide what we want to get accomplished, and then we back it out. 
And we do this on a nightly basis. So we can look at our day and we plan our day out, you guys. If you guys are not planning your day out and you're getting to the end and you're like, oh my gosh, where did my day go? Listen, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. You need to be you know, on point with utilizing your time and making sure that your priorities are getting done and you're not overloading yourself, you know, because a lot of us have kids and stuff pops up, right? So don't pack yourself every single minute, but choose those things that are most important. Stick those in your schedule, stick to it, make it happen, plan it out, and you will feel like a freaking rock star. So all right, you guys, you know what? Have an incredible New Year's and we are so excited to see you in 2020. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening today. Always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.